What's up, y'all? Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Trippy Chronicles. Um, you know, I thank y'all every episode for listening to me because I really just be talking, but it be some serious shit on my mind sometimes. And today in this episode, it's a serious topic. I want to talk about grief. And you know why I decided to do an episode on this? Because when people around me started passing, I didn't know how to handle it because I never had to handle it. And death is not something that people like to talk about. Like, even though it's a for sure thing that's going to happen, everybody is going to die. People don't like to talk about it. And since I've experienced so much death and went through a lot of grief, I've learned to be comfortable enough to talk about it because it happens. It needs to be talked about. So, this is going to be, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to make it too emotional. I want to go over, like, just what grief is and maybe some ways to handle it. So, grief um, is, of course, when someone passes away. <clears throat> um, usually feel really deep grief when it's somebody super close to you. <clears throat> it could be your child, um, your your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend family you know someone who's really close to you grief hits you really fucking hard and there's stages there's stages to going through grief you have your initial shock you have denial isolation anger and then bargaining so again I know this is a sensitive topic but It's time to address this topic. So I feel like grief is also bad depending on how the person um, passes away. I always felt like, you know, when you have somebody that's sick, say, for instance, my aunt just died a couple months from a month ago from cancer, and you know, cancer is a progressive thing. It happens over time. It happens quick, but it happens over time. And I feel like that time gives you time to mentally kind of prepare yourself for, okay, I know this person is going to be gone. Let me spend all the time that I can with this person. Whereas when you lose somebody to, like, a homicide or suicide, that shit hurts so much more because it's sudden. It's unexpected. It's just like, boom, they gone. I didn't even have time to tell them that I love them or how I really felt about them or if I could just talk to them one last time. Like, I find myself every death, I always say that, if I could just talk to them one last time, like, and just tell them everything. So what I started doing is if somebody gets sick around me and I know that it's fatal, well, Period, just the person, type of person I am anyway. I'm going to tell you how I feel about you, period. If I love you, if I fuck with you, <clears throat> if I'm in love with you, I'm going to tell you how I feel about you so I never again have to question, you know, I wonder if they knew. You knew because I told you why you were here. So you can hear me while you're here. We don't know for sure if they can hear us when they're gone. Y'all better start telling people how the fuck y'all really feel because t- tomorrow is not promised. I swear. 
I say this every year, like it's so much death going on, but in my life, it was just like so much death around me. So many people that I would get on social media every day. It's an RIP by somebody's fucking picture. That shit is making so many young people. So two people I just went to high school with past the summer, and it's just, it's, it's crazy. Let people know how the fuck you feel. Tomorrow is not promised shit. Our days really are number. I could be gone tomorrow, so I'm going to tell you how I feel today. Anyway, so the first stage is the initial shock of grief. When I grieve, I notice the first, like when I initially hear that somebody died, I don't feel anything. It's like I'm really, it's, it really is like a state of shock. Like I, my mind just goes blank and I don't know how to feel. And it might last for like five, ten minutes until I wake the fuck up and really process like, wow, I'm never going to see this person again. This person is, this person is gone. Um, the only time I didn't feel this, well, no, when my aunt, I was there, I was actually there when my aunt passed, like, I held her hand till she passed, like, she died. I was there. And it wasn't a shock because I knew it was happening. I mean, the whole cardiac arrest thing. It was just like, wow, like, I don't know. I, I know I got sick and I threw up because I'd never seen nobody die in front of my face before. But it wasn't like the other deaths. Like when my ex-boyfriend died, I didn't feel anything. I just went numb. Like, I, I, I couldn't process it. I thought that it was a lie. I thought that I could write him or call him right now or even go over there right now and see him if I wanted to. Like, it didn't process when his grandma called me and told me, like, you know, TC is gone. Like, so I didn't feel anything. Um, with When people die from homicides, like my ex-boyfriend and one of my best friends, Selena... She died from a homicide. I was mad at God. I was. I'm. I'll be a liar if I sit here. I'ma keep this shit so real on this show. I can't tolerate nothing fucking less than real. I was mad at God. I questioned God a lot, and I I found I found myself catching my I kept myself thinking. You know, you're not even supposed to be thinking like that. Like death is something that's going to happen. They, you never know. So you can't be mad at God. But I was very angry. I just couldn't understand why these people. And I'm a type. Of, I'm the type of person. I don't get close to people. I don't let people close to me. I'm very funny. Like I don't like people in my space. So when you are really close to me, and I've lost a couple people that are really close to me, I just couldn't understand why God would take these people from me, knowing that. I already don't have that many people in my life that I trust or that I'm close with. Like, I just couldn't process that. And, um, you know, you always deal with the what ifs. What if I did this? And, like, when my aunt died the night before, the day before I went over her house and she asked me to cook some nasty-ass tofu shit. I don't cook no damn tofu. And I would... I didn't want it. So I was like, um, yeah, nah, just tell my uncle to make it. Because I was like, I'm tired. I'm sorry. 
And she was just looking at me like, this little bitch. Like, bitch, I'm sitting here with cancer. You can't make me no tofu. See how I'm kind of blaming myself now? And I shouldn't be. Examples. But um, the next day she died. And I was like, that's the first thing I thought. Like, damn, I should have just made that tofu. Even though I told my aunt numerous times. My aunt knew that I felt like she was the best aunt in the world. She was like a mom to me. She knew how much I loved her. When she was sick, I took care of her. I mean, getting her in and out of her wheelchair, like, taking her to the bathroom. I, I, I took care of my, I take care of my blood. If I, if I fuck with you, my friends, my blood, anything, I will always be there for you. And it ain't a damn thing that nobody can do about it. As long as I got breath in my body, I will do whatever needs to be done. So, yeah, I, um... I was like, damn, I should have cooked that damn tofu. And I thought to myself, what? I ain't even... She didn't even eat the fucking tofu that day. <laughs> I, she didn't even fucking eat it. And then I was like, well, eat it because I ain't make it. If I would have just made it, it would have made a difference. It would not have made a difference. So don't blame yourself and be like, well, if I did this and blah, blah, blah. Don't do it. It's just you fucking insane. So... <clears throat> The next step is, you know, well, that was denial in there, too, just being in denial at the initial shock, like, oh, my God, they're not going, I don't believe it. So then uh, the next step is, like, isolation. I isolated myself when my ex-boyfriend died. And when my, when my friend died, I did it a little bit, but not as much as I did with my ex. I stayed in the house a whole week. I just went to work, came home. I didn't want to really talk to nobody. I didn't want to be bothered. I sat in silence a lot, like nothing on, just silence, and cried a lot. I I didn't want to be around anybody. And you go through that. Get your tears out. It's okay to cry. Even for men, like I hate when men think that it's it's not okay to cry. I'm a man, so I can't cry. Who the fuck said that? Society, that you you have emotions. You fucking use them. Because that shit will turn into anger. And that will turn into something else. And, you know, no. Expressions that you feel like crying, cry. It's okay to cry. Now, I don't want no motherfucking cry, baby. Like, don't be fucking crying. I mean, I'm not talking about grief, but just on, like, you just a crybaby-ass nigga. No, but it's okay to cry, man. Like, I don't know who told y'all that, but... I don't know. It's okay to cry. The anger went through that, being mad at God. So next, you go through depression, um, especially if the person was close to you. When mothers lose their children, I know that has have that has to be like the hardest thing ever to lose your child, because your child is supposed to bury you. Your child is supposed to outlive you. And then if, your ch- if something happens to your child, it's like, damn, did I fail as a parent? So you, you start questioning yourself. I could see, or in spouses, to lose a spouse, that's, you could go into a deep depression. Um, a parent too, if you and a parent were close. But um, <clears throat> friends, you can have a deep depression from any death. It just depends on how close you are to the person. When... The people close to me died, like my grandfather died, my aunt, my ex-boyfriend, and one of my best friends died. And also, um, 
a friend from middle school died, I was depressed off it. I was so fucking sad when my friend Samia died because I just didn't feel like it was fair. It just wasn't fair. Um, I went through a deep depression with the homicides because I can't deal with the fact that somebody took their life. Like, this didn't even have to happen. Like, this wasn't even off some natural death shit or freak accident like a car accident or something somebody took their life like yeah I wanted to go anybody who died I wanted to go be with them I really went through that especially my ex-boyfriend and my aunt died like a month apart fuck yeah I wanted to go be with them I didn't give a fuck about nothing going on here I didn't give a fuck about lashes I didn't give a fuck about work I love my family, but I was like, they will be okay. They can go on without me just like we go on every day when someone else passed. But then I I thought about it, and it's just not the right way to think. I mean, death can hit you so hard you can't eat or sleep. And then when I finally could sleep, I, I would try to use sleep as an escapism. Like, <clears throat> just, okay, well, if I sleep and go to sleep early, I don't have to think about this in reality, but when you wake up, it's still there, and it might fuck it, fuck around with your dreams, so I thought I would be a liar, I thought about suicide, doing reckless shit, <laughs> um, confine myself to my room, I've, you know, especially after the funeral is over, and they're in the ground, it's been times when I've my aunt is cremated, so I can't really go to a graveyard for her. Um, but my ex, I've sat, I've, I've sat there in the rain at his grave, just boiling my fucking eyes out because I'm just such in a deep depression, and this is where I have to come see you now. Like this is just unreal. Like so many talks, just crying and crying and crying, a lot of fucking crying. The last step of grief, and I promise you, like, some people, I won't, I'm going to keep it real, some people don't get through grief. Some people can't take it, and they go into, they fall into a deep depression, and they can't get out of it. But when you have a strong mind, and you know that you got something to live for, especially if you got kids, that's for sure, damn sure something to live for. Or family like me, I'm doing it for my fucking family and my friends, cause I can already see now like they would be devastated. This as well as I, I'm devastated as people. They would be fucking devastated. I need they still need me and I need them. So the last stage of grief, when you finally get to it, and it's not something that comes over fucking night. It doesn't, but acceptance. Eventually, you will learn to accept that person's death. I promise you. I promise you. you will. Um, my acceptance was I started doing a lot of research into the afterlife and then crossing over. And then I would have dreams. I always have dreams about the people um, that pass a little after they pass, maybe a couple months at the most. But it's, like, rare that they come to me in my dreams after that. But I always see them in my dreams. So that kind of helps me. Because a lot of times they come to me in my dreams basically letting me know that they're okay. And 
I'm a very spiritual person. I believe that, you know, people that are gone, they send signs. They do little shit. You just have to pay attention. Like, when my ex-boyfriend mom, I had to sit down and explain to her. She was like, I didn't see no signs, because I had told her I seen signs that he was okay. She's like, I haven't seen none, and this didn't happen, and I, I had to explain to her, like, you gotta, you gotta pay attention, like, to everything. Some shit will happen right in front of your eyes, and you don't even fucking notice it. Soon as she did that shit, she started getting so many ints. She she got sign signs. Like, you got your signs, and you got sign signs. I got sign signs, and she got sign signs. Um, and she told me about them, and I was happy for her that she got her signs. I wanted her to get her signs, because to her, her son is okay. Like, he's okay. Just hearing it from me is not going to be enough. You need to actually feel that shit to be able to accept it. But, um... She got them signs, boy. Mm. You know, it's okay to move forward. People be, especially when the spouse or the boyfriend or girlfriend dies, be like, okay. Eventually, you got might get to a standpoint where you like, well, how long should I wait till I move on? You know, and you have to move on. That's what they want you to do. They don't want you to stay stuck on them. They're gone. They're they're in a way better place. And when I say, when people say that shit, when somebody dies, like, they're in a better place now. Nobody want to hear that bullshit. Nobody want to hear, let me, I should do a fucking episode. All the shit I don't want to hear when somebody dies. But that's one of them. Don't nobody want to hear that shit today in a better place. No more pain, no more suffering. Okay, I fucking know that. But still, the selfish in me fucking needs them right here with me. So shut the fuck up. I know that's how people... I know I'm not the only one that feels like that when somebody come to me after some somebody close to me and dies. Get the fuck out of my face with that. Just, just say sorry for your loss and be there for the person as much as they need you to be. Don't overdo it because that shit gets annoying. Be there. Just be a fucking friend. Don't, don't be saying no dumb shit because a lot of dumb shit has gotten said to me when somebody passed. And it's just like, bitch, really? So... You have to move forward, but you can always keep their legacy alive. It's not a year on any of the people that passed birthday or the day that they died that I don't do some type of remembrance for them. I definitely keep legacies alive. Like, you have to. It's just, it's respect, and if I ever loved you, it's forever, so you will my kids will know about you like you will be talked about you will be brought up you will be remembered period period and I want to say something somebody when my ex-boyfriend died told me that I would get over it it was that somebody was close to me too close as shit to me and it really pissed me off and it made me think you know what let me tell you something you will never get over the death of somebody that you cared about and loved, okay? You don't get over it. What you do do is you learn how to suppress it. You learn how to cope with it, not suppress it. Don't suppress your pain. But you learn how to cope with the fact that they're gone, which is acceptance. And you learn how to live without them because that's what you have to do. Life keeps going. Time don't stop for nobody. One thing for sure, two things for certain. It don't. So you learn how to live your life without them. But you don't never get over death. 
So don't ever fucking tell somebody they'll get over it. Because no the fuck you don't. People die of fucking heartbreak. So no. Some ways that I feel like you can cope with grief if it just becomes too much for you. Grief counseling is great. I've never done it. But I've heard from other people, and I'm assuming I'm, I know it's great. I mean, they—that's their their job to help you get over grief, and so you could talk about it. Talking about it actually helps. So grief counseling, also, you know, being able to lean on people that have been through the same thing before. I can't stand talking to somebody about a certain type of death if they never been through it before, because it's like you feel like you don't know how I feel right now. Like, if I lost my mom, I don't want to talk to somebody that haven't fucking lost their mom, because you don't know how the fuck I feel right now, okay? I don't know why the fuck I use my mom as an example, but I be saying shit like that. It's just like, how the fuck you going to tell them how they should feel? <laughs> you didn't lose your fucking mom. You don't know how the fuck that feels. You ain't lose your child. You don't know how the fuck it feels to lose a child. That's some devastating ass shit. So... Try to talk to people that's been through what you've been through before. And also don't be afraid to reach out to people. People that you know have your best interests at heart, of course. And just know that you are not alone. Kendrick said this um, verse, I forgot what song it is, but he was like, everybody gonna respect the shooter, but the one in front of the gun lives forever. Life is really eternal. Like, this spirits, spirits are real. And they're amongst you, whether you know it or not. I mean, you don't know it. But certain little things happen around me sometimes. I just be like, I don't know. Like, somebody in here. Spirits, they still be here. They still can see what you're doing. They can hear your thoughts. They can hear what you're saying. They, you know, don't think that you're never going to see them again because you do and a lot of people like if somebody's sick and they're dying I hear a lot of people say that they see people that have died previously my aunt did that she was like saying she seen my grandfather and my one of my aunts, other aunts that died and she was like she see them all the time and I was like ooh you see them like I don't see them but yes you will see them again so um I hope that this podcast helps somebody during their grieving process I actually did this for one of my Instagram friends um she lost her girlfriend and I had lost my ex-boyfriend it was kind of like really close and I didn't know this girl I never I never met her or nothing but I seen her going through it and I seen her posting her girlfriend and how hard it was for her and I just decided to like reach out to her and just like you know send my condolences how y'all I don't know how to fucking say condolences I don't know how to say that word so send my you know sympathy whatever because I I felt for her I felt what she was going through and me and her from then on we just be helping each other sometimes like writing each other seeing how each other is doing and I really need to go hang out and have a drink with her because I just love her personality and I just I, I really like her so I really did this episode with her and mine. Um, hold on, boo. You're going to get through it. It's a, it's tough as fuck. It's it's hard. But um, the first year, y'all, is always the hardest, I feel like. The first year is the hardest. Because then you got to deal with the holidays and shit. And birthdays. And the first year is the hardest. But hold on. Because 
things definitely get easier. Time heals all. I believe in that shit. So hopefully this podcast helps somebody that's going through grief. And thank y'all for listening to me. See y'all next time.